Welcome to It's the Spartaneer Podcast. I'm Tanner Lambert alongside Ethan Hunter, coming to you from Morgantown in East Lansing. And Ethan, first and foremost, man, how's the weather up there? You know, it's a little windy. It's a little rainy. I was just saying it gets hard to be in the Midwest sometimes, when, especially in the spring in mid-Michigan when you hit times like this. But, you know, we were moving through it with sports. I can say that. Yeah, so you don't have any, like, torrential, like, wind or anything right no i've heard that you guys are yeah like, I, dealing with some of that i was without wi-fi for two hours earlier today i didn't lose power but like everybody else i knew was without power for some reason my building was like the only one that didn't lose it but the wi-fi did go down and essentially in today's day and age that meant you can do nothing you know what i mean uh because i don't have cable i have youtube tv so then that right. did not work because then i had no wi-fi to run that uh, but then, like, even the wind was so bad that the data on my phone wasn't working. I couldn't use my cellular network either. It happened last weekend, too, because the wind has been so crazy here. Uh, and it's been really crazy in other parts of the country as well, it seems. Uh, I know Pittsburgh was, like, in severe weather warnings all day. We are. Uh, we're about 70 miles south of them or so. Um, and they were, like, telling people. I was watching the news this morning to, like, not be driving around in the afternoon tonight because the wind is so bad. Wow. Because the big gust, you know, they could flip a semi truck or whatever it is. It's just crazy. Right. So yeah, that is crazy. None of that up here, thankfully. I mean, it is windy, but not that windy. Yeah, it's it's wild. Uh, we'll get right into it because we don't have much time here. As we're trying a new method today, we're going to run out of time. Um, but opening day happened. I was surprised. I'm going to start here with the Reds. I was surprised that there were so many people there because. I feel like the best way to show the Castellinis you don't like them is to not go to opening day. Uh, and, mm. and last year, you know, they kind of got stuck. The fans did with the fact that he was like, where are you going to go after they were already in there? Uh, mm. you know, all, the, all that stuff. Um, I, I, I didn't know if that many people would really participate this year, but it seems they did. And I guess more power to them, to be completely honest, just because, you know, that's their team. Right. And so they're going to support their team. But uh, I mean, if you fade the Reds every single game, you're probably going to win 100 out of 162 bets. And that's a pretty good return <laughs> right. rate, Ethan. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, Cincinnati opening day, I think there's only been like four or so, uh, something like that, opening days that weren't in Cincinnati. Um, every Cincinnati is always home for opening day. Um, and they're usually playing the Pirates. And that's one – I don't know. It's one of the biggest parties in Cincinnati. Everybody goes, the streets are filled and you don't see that very often for a Reds game, but opening day is always one of those days. So if they're going to show the Castellinis that they don't like them, I have a feeling it's going to come in another way because opening day is a celebration in Cincinnati because it's the only time that we're tied for first. After that, it's not happening for the rest of the season and probably for the next decade, but yeah. until we hit opening day next year. Yeah. It's uh it's it sucks i feel bad for the the reds fans um uh yeah no not great but uh the trop they sold out the trop down in tampa bay uh 25,000 like it 25,000 well because they, they have the whole yeah the, the upper decks upper, upper decks closed but they sold out the trop with the seats available okay that's sold like out. saying that you closed uh you sold out ohio stadium while only allowing the lower bowl to come in only selling about two thousand tickets uh, essentially, yes, that'd be correct. But that, that's what they're going with. So that, okay. that, that's what's reported. I, I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> I know that you've been watching some of this Tampa Bay Rays series. Uh, they've been 
facing off against the Tigers, who are big where you live. And uh, Cabrera right. still has it, which is just shocking to me. I'm watching this guy take these at-bats, and it doesn't even look like he can walk. And he gets up right. there, and then he just puts a swing on it. He'll hit a stand-up double and just jog his way over there because he just knows where to hit it. And it's absolutely uh, incredible to watch. Uh, but I, I've been impressed with that. Baseball, it's fun having baseball back. It is a fun having baseball back. I've heard a lot of people in Detroit saying that they're ready for Miggy to be done. Um, yeah. It's a big cap hit. And, you know, they. I think a lot of people feel that the franchise can't move on until he's gone because of his contract and everything like that. Um, but, yeah, it is fun to watch him. I think, I mean, everybody still respects him. You know, he's been like the only bright spot in Detroit for a long time since he was there, basically. Um, you know, those years that they had that they won the pennant. Other than that, you know, they had a team around him. But especially for the last like seven or so years, he's really been the only thing there. So having him is always nice, I guess, for Tigers fans. But I think it's time to move on for them. Um, I don't know. That's just what's on cable here. So that's just what I see. Yeah, no, I I, I could definitely see that point. And I, I think that's probably fair because uh, he, he's old. And he's a guy that's not even really like DHing sometimes. You know, they're going to. Right. him throughout the lineup and it's like well i don't know maybe bring him out every you know sunday uh, for a dh spot but the rest of the time i think he'll be all right because <laughs> he wants to move to a front office spot anyway it it just doesn't look like he can hang you know like pool at least was like you know doing stuff but and he, he he's been the probably the most efficient offensive player i mean obviously we're two games into the season it seems maybe outside of austin meadows which might be a really bad sign for the tigers <laughs> 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 yeah no not yes, yeah yeah he, not not great their pitching's terrible too right now it's the top of the ninth uh the Rays are up 12 2 so it's probably gonna end that way yep yeah two strikes oh two count yeah that'd be two outs it's over so uh not great pitching from <laughs> detroit i'm enjoying watching it don't worry about that but... no i'm sure you are i would be too the uh the the Reds they did not win yesterday or on opening day rather did they? No, no they lost five, on four. opening day. They did yeah. win today though six to two. Okay, so that, so that game's already over. Yep, that's what's really nice about this pitch clock, man. I tell you what, because that game was a four ten start. We're recording here on Saturday, April first at uh we started the six fifty. That's that's mm-hmm. incredible. Usually, you know, we'd be in about the seventh inning stretch at this point. Right. Tell me, tell me your thoughts on the pitch clock and uh, I don't know the three new rules, the bigger bases and whatever well, else they threw in there. Uh, the bigger bases that affects everybody. That's fine. I don't really think that means the most because it's now the same distance. Everything once again, it's just still going to be bang bang plays at the base. I don't know if it really gives anybody more of a chance at it. There's just more surface area to be able to tag up or whatnot uh, with the shift. I think that people are still going to find a way around the shift. My, my argument for the shift is there was no reason to ban the shift. It's the fact that people are telling hitters to only hit what they can hit. If there's a huge gap in left field, I'm sorry. You got to be able to turn that ball over and go the other way. Like right. I, I'm, I'm not trying to be that guy, Ethan, but it, it, it's baseball. You need to be able to do more than just what you're specialized at. And I think that it goes all the way down to the lower levels where in youth sports, even it's hit the ball as hard as you can to the, the right field, if you're, you know, hitting right-handed over to the left side or whatever it is, I, I think that that's what's hurting the sport more than anything. The, to not be able to hit against the shift is more on the offense than it is playing good defense, in my opinion. Uh, and then with the pitch clock, I, I like it. Uh, the teams that have good pitching are really going to like it, I think. And I think that was something that I didn't think about at the beginning of it. 
But uh, watching some of these games, I've been seeing some pitchers really, really take uh, advantages uh, of the pitch clock. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to give you an example. We'll go back to the Rays, Sugar Shane McClanahan. All right. <laughs> uh, on opening day, he pitched one with about 17 seconds left on the pitch clock, right? And then yep. he gets the next one, and the batter, I forget who it was, gets set right away, right? Right at like 19 or 20, right when he's got to get in there. And then Shane just holds it and he waits and he doesn't throw it until about three seconds because the batter had already called his timeout and he had to be set the entire time. He couldn't step out of the box or he'd take the called strike or whatever it is. And so then McClanahan's just holding, 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 and the batter is just waiting for this pitch to come in. And then by the time it does, he's so juiced up, he's going to swing at it pretty much every time it feels like, unless it's really, really bad. And so if pitchers really are starting to be able to figure that out, I think that bodes a huge advantage for defenses across the league as a whole. And especially if you're pitching is good, I think you're going to see teams really try to take advantage of that. Um, but it also seems too, obviously it's very, very early uh, that batters are going to swing at a lot of stuff. They, they seem more aggressive than they did last year. I, I think, I don't know if you've noticed that really, uh, but yeah, I, I think that you see in a lot of these final scores, there's a lot of runs being scored right now. And I think that's a good thing, but they're not all from home runs, right? It's from putting the ball in play, which is the big difference. Right. Well, you know, there's a, there's a big, I think there's, I might get my order mixed up here, but there was a big offensive drought in like 2008 or something like that. And for a few seasons after, and then uh, a bunch of runs scored in like 2012 or something like that. It might've been flipped. I, I don't know. We were too young to realize something like that, I think, but I think we're going back to a, you know, high scoring baseball kind of era here with that. And I agree, you know, it's hard for a batter to get set and think like that. So it's going to be the better pitchers that are going to be able to, you know, turn it around with the pitch clock. I don't mind it. Um, I guess it is good that the games are over faster, but you know, when you're at the park, you don't want to, you don't want it to end as fast as, you know, two hours or something like that. you pay you got to drive all the way down to cincinnati from columbus and then you pay however much it costs to get in i always enjoy the i mean maybe people don't enjoy but that you know the ambient the ambient noise when you're just sitting there and you can hear just people talking you know and sitting in the baseball stadium the cool summer night in downtown wherever you are you know cincinnati for me mostly um that's kentucky but okay it's a whole vibe yeah, it's no, I get, Kentucky, but. I, I get what you're saying, though. Uh, I, I do agree with that a little for bit. For TV, though, definitely. Yeah, it's for just when TV, you're there like, in person, it's... Yeah, but I still think you're getting a lot of that out of there. I mean, there's definitely something to get in there in time to watch batting practice and all of those things. And maybe, maybe I, I have never been to an MLB game in person. Hopefully, I'm mm-hmm. changing that here this season. Um, we'll go down together. We'll record a special episode on the yeah, banks yeah. of the Ohio. There's people that want to, one of my buddies uh, at U92, he, as a student, because the Pirates are so bad, was able to buy some student ticket plan and got season tickets like dirt cheap. And uh, he's going to just stay here this summer and drive up to Pittsburgh all the time and go to Bucks games. But uh, wow. so, so if we, if we want to go see the Reds in Pittsburgh, I think I'll be able to make that happen as well. Um, mm. But no, I, I, I get that. I just think that, you know, four hours of baseball on TV is a long time. And, and even at the ballpark, it can be a long time. There's no reason for, you know, an at bat to take five minutes, right? We've seen that before, which is crazy to think about, but it has happened. Uh, okay. I, I saw that sports center 
posted something on Instagram, I think. It might have been on Twitter, mm-hmm. too. I'm sure it was. They post everything. Yeah, I saw it. Where it was the half inning took as long as one at bat. Right. And, and so, like, I think that all of that is good. I think that baseball is really trying to introduce the younger demographic into the league. And, you know, I, I do think that a big part of that has been the, the video game. I don't know a person yeah. that really doesn't play the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I don't know if you've been playing the new one. Have you been playing the new one? I've never owned one. I kind of gave up video games, but. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm stuck on my Xbox One, so no, not really a point of getting anything else. Yeah, I got the new Xbox One in the fall because it was on sale at Target, and it wasn't that bad. Uh, it was a it was a reasonable purchase, and uh, now that I live alone, I got to have something else to do. So, uh, <laughs> right. I, I I've been playing some of the show, and it just makes me very angry. I play for like an the hour. Life of a Bachelor. Oh yeah, for sure, Ethan. You know me, <laughs> sitting here watching baseball all day. Um, but I I think that you know there's other problems with the league that are bigger than just these rule changes too. And if you want to get into that, we can where it's like, if you're at home right now, could you watch the reds? No, you'd have to pay for it. Um, And the blackouts and all that stuff. But then the fact that the bigger picture here is the regional sports networks are done. I, (laughs) I mean, I, I, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. I, I've seen that the MLB thinks oh, that they're going to be able to step in right away, but that's not possible, Ethan. That's not possible. I have quite a bit. Um, yeah, the RSMs, 26 of them have all, the Valley Sports is bankrupt. And the MLB said that they could take it all. You're right. Um, they said that the MLB said that it would take all of the Reds games and the Guardians and the Padres and one other team, I can't remember. Um, and then Bally signed a whole season deal with the Reds, so now they're producing all their games. Nobody really knows what's going on. Um, okay. For sure. And the Reds will be with Bally, from what I understand, because they signed a contract through the season, knowing that anything could happen. Um, the Reds are going to stay the same. I was excited for MLB to produce them all because then I could watch them on MLB um, on whatever. ML, I, I don't know, streamed wherever yeah. it could be. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, hockey, you get to watch every game now on ESPN+. Plus. It's one subscription, and it's, you know, $7 a month. I don't want to have to pay whatever it is for MLB TV. You know, ESPN+, Plus, you at least get other things. If MLB, you know, the Premier League is on, like, eight different things. But or at least European soccer is on like eight different things. Yeah. Um, the Premier League's on one of them, Peacock or Paramount or something. Um, if you you know, I think if the that's where everything is going to move to eventually, I think. Um, and then, you know, you don't have to have Bally Sports Plus or just watch it on Bally Sports on cable. I think eventually it's going to move to a streaming service. I think everything will. Um, except maybe the NFL and because, you know, the NFL is – that's not on a regional sports network. That's just – the NFL is a different animal. But yeah, I well, think everything eventually – all the professional sports, at least other than the NFL, will eventually move to a streaming service. And I don't know when that's going to happen. Though. I don't know how long the regional sports networks can hold on, especially Bally. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, the, the Bally is going to die. It, it seems that way. Uh, you know, they filed for bankruptcy already. I, I read a story where 24 hours before opening day, 
the Padres had not re-signed, like they'd not been picked up and right. Bally found some money and was able to make it happen or the Padres would not have been on TV on opening day. Um, it, it, it's crazy. And right. so like the Reds have been on Bally ever since Bally mm-hmm. bought out Fox sports. Like th- that, that's yep. not what's different. What's different is that the contracts were not guaranteed this year and they right. could, you know, Bally is paying like interest payments is my understanding. And mm-hmm. uh, they're Very out bad, of money. Yeah. So those interest payments might stop getting paid and then it's game over. And so then it's like, right. well, what are you going to do? Cause I'll tell you, I, I did buy the MLB.TV. I bought the Tampa Bay Rays only, mm. but they gave me a student discount. It was $79 for the season. And I figured, well, okay. The Rays won't be blacked out when I go home either, right? That's the big thing. If it was the Reds right. or something, I wouldn't have done it because then when I'm in Columbus, MLB TV would have been blocked out. I'd have to pay for the Valley. But since I'm in Columbus, Tampa's not going to be blacked out for me. I'll be fine unless they're in town or whatever, and then I'll figure it out then. Um, right. But, like, that's the problem, and that's more of the bigger picture too. It's outside of the regional sports networks. Why is the MLB restricting their own fans from watching games? Mm-hmm. Even if they do pay the money, they're still blacked out for being able to watch the stuff. It's absolutely antagonizing, I think. And it's not fair to the fans. And it's not just baseball that does this. The NHL does this. The NBA does this. They're the only ones where all of their games, because they play so many, are not on national TV every week like the NFL. And they don't get near the numbers that the NFL does either. And it's going to be a problem. And the other thing, too, is speaking selfishly for us, what jobs are going to be available then in two years' time, right? Because yeah. if, if I mean, all of this falls, there goes over half the market in sports. Well, yeah, it's fair, but, I mean, there's always going to be – it's going to be on TV in some way. So the jobs will just move to a different place. So I don't think there's any – I don't think there's any problem with that. I mean, it might go to all freelance, which is, you know, that's one thing. But um, – it's going to move somewhere. It's going to be the same coverage with different graphics package. Yeah. You know, just look well, different. And you got to pay somebody else, but yeah, you saw, I that, don't see it. It's not going to go away. It's just no, I, move. I, I don't think it's going to go away, but the problem is, is that if it happens during the season, what's going right. to happen? The quick turnaround there right. is going to be more of the problem. Um, it's going to happen during a season of something. Cause there's no, you know, it's going to, well, right. Yeah. That's, that's it's very baseball true. or hockey or basketball, depending, or I guess it could be all three if it hits at the right time. Um, yeah. If it hits in the next know. two months, it's going to kill all three. So, right. And, um, but, but the one thing too, I wanted to mention was you, you've seen that um, the MLS, they signed a all streaming deal. They left ESPN mm-hmm. and they left all this stuff. They're only available on Apple TV. And yeah. I don't know if that's the best idea just because then you can only go to one place for everything. And mm-hmm. then it's like, what kind of coverage are you getting? We know that the worldwide leader uh, spends more time on what they have the rights to. There's no arguing that. And so do all the other places. There is more hockey now on the worldwide leader than there was before they signed a new deal with the NHL. More hockey coverage. There's hockey shows now and all of those things. There's no mention of the MLS anymore because the MLS is not on there. And, and so, right. you know, for example, I, I, I don't think it could happen, but I mean, the NHL is technically one of the big four. Say the MLB yeah. loses their partnership with the worldwide leader, again, calling them that. 
are they going to talk about baseball anymore? I mean, you feel like they have to, but I, I, I don't know, right? They got the rights to the SEC. Maybe they'll talk more about college baseball and all of this stuff. But <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, that's I, interesting. I, it's definitely something to look at, and that's a much larger case study that could be like a thesis for your masters, to be completely <laughs> honest. But I, I just think that we're in such a state of flux. But I am excited that baseball's back. Uh, do you have any more on baseball before I move on to the big topic, which you don't know about yet? I mean, I'm sure you do, but we didn't really plan this. I kind of just text Ethan and was like, hey, let's hop on a call. And he's like, OK. Yeah, I was really busy on Thursday and you never texted me. So I assumed you were pretty busy, too. Yeah, I uh, um, yeah, I had four hours of sports night on Thursday night and I had something else Wednesday or Wednesday morning, rather. Sorry. And I was just done. I did baseball on Tuesday night. It was a five and a half hour game because there yeah, was 13 you. pitching changes. Nine, nine batters hit by a pitch, Ethan. <laughs> I, oh, God. It, it, oh, my God. It was crazy. I, I got to the ballpark at four and I left at 1030. No, I, I feel you. Yeah. It, it's crazy. I feel you there. It's, I was on the, at the Red Wings. We had our sports show on Monday night. I was at the Red Wings on Tuesday celebrating our college station win of the Michigan College Broadcast Station of the Year win that we celebrated at, uh, did you get on at the video the board? Game. Oh, we did actually. We, wow. did. we were announced. We were announced because. Oh, we, that's cool. Yeah, so that was fun. And then Wednesday, grinded out a story in the night. Thursday, had a bunch of other stuff. Went yeah. into work at football. So I feel you. It's a the grind to the end here, and so I'm glad that we're able to do this now. Yeah, me too. Uh, it, it definitely is the grind to the end. Uh, so well, anything else on baseball? Things. Well, no, I'm good. I'm good. What's your one big thing? Well, you know, you know, it's this week, buddy. Oh, I know it's this week. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting, and it's finally here. And I cannot wait. You can start watching on Monday, the practice rounds. But Augusta's here. It's time for the Masters. And uh, I'm very happy that I live alone because every TV in my apartment will have some different form of this coverage on. I cannot right. wait to just sit here and uh, eat chips all day. I don't even know what I'm going to – I'm so excited. I, I don't know if I'm going to class. I might just sit here all day and just <laughs> consume it because it is my favorite four days of the year. You tell me I can watch one sporting event the rest of my life, it's this. Without a question, a close second would be the Stanley Cup playoffs. But the Masters is just so special, um, and I cannot yeah. wait. As a commercial comes on my TV now for it, showing Arnold Palmer and then Nicholas at 18 back in 86. Are you kidding me? The moments? And no, yeah, it's you, beautiful. You get the live guys back. And I guarantee you there'll be no mention of them being on live. Maybe slight, but there will be no discussion of live well, versus like, PGA. It's not like winning the live cup or anything is something to mention anyways. Winning well, whatever tournament you've won, that doesn't do anything to I, you. I, no, I agree with that. I'm just saying, you know, what if we get a grouping, you know, with Kepka and, uh, you know, uh, Rom and, you know, uh, let's say pick another live guy who will Dustin Johnson, right? Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy together at some point this weekend, you know, <laughs> just some crazy storylines you could have right. where Jim Nance will be uh, told that he's not allowed to speak on the topic because mm -hmm. it's it's the Masters and that's not what it's about. Uh, the past champions are invited back. I think those will be the right. only live guys who are truly there. Um, but like, could you imagine like a Friday pairing with Tiger and Phil? <laughs> Would like you? I wouldn't that. be able to go to class. You wouldn't be able to move yeah. off the couch. 
you'd have to have a featured grouping of that and then just watch that all day. That be, would be yeah. I, just insane. Um, so I did want to ask you, we're doing Masters Fantasy. I was going to, I pulled mine up just to ask you too. All right. You told me it took you a while. The, you took, are we going with the four? Yeah, it did take me a while. Yeah. I was going through because I didn't want to have, you know, parts of it were uh, alphabetical. I didn't want to just, and there's a lot of guys. So oh, there I didn't want to just not scroll through everybody. So I was taking my time looking yeah. at who's best. And I don't know. I feel like there's a pretty, like, there's some safe bets, but I just wanted to have some fun. So I don't know if this is the best lineup that could possibly be out there, but I'm pretty happy with it. Um, okay. So past champs. I don't think he can win again, but Scotty Shuffler, I put him down. He's one of the most consistent players in golf. That's a right that, now. that's a very good pick. I did yeah. not think about putting him for my past champ. Um, but that that would have made a lot of sense. That's a very, very good pick. Uh right. I, did, I know that I don't think he's gonna win, but I do no. think that he's at least going to you know, he's so consistent. I think he's going to have enough birdies. I don't even know how fantasy masters well, works. I think it's pars and birdies you get points for. Yeah, and that was my thing. Lose. I I think I definitely messed up. Uh and, and we'll get to that when we get through this. We're gonna go pick by pick here. I will tell okay. you that last night I was on the phone. Carter Padell is gonna be in the league too. We've mentioned him a couple times, our buddy down from the University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. And I had to walk him through 20 minutes of this. It took him a long time to decide. Okay. Um, but he was so bold, he put an amateur in his rust. Oh, wow. So yeah. I, I did not go that bold. And I got a couple other friends that I've invited to the league. If you want me to add somebody else, let me know. I'll so You can send them the link or whatever. Uh, but right mm-hmm. now we got about six guys, I want to say, are in the league who all know golf, who all play golf, which is where we w- kind of want to be, you know. Um, his past champ was uh, Jordan. So he took speed mm. mm-hmm. and here was his stat. And I was astounded because Carter's not a sports guy, right? He goes to school for biochemical engineering, something or the other. I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. He goes, Jordan has won every event the last five Easter Sundays. And this Sunday mm. is Easter Sunday at wow. the masters, which is the, I the mean, Easter bump. That's crazy. Like what a pull that is. Right. Right. So that was impressive. I took Phil. Uh, I love the of lefty. I love the lefty. <laughs> no, that's gonna. That's you're just gonna be bleeding points out of your carotid. You think so? There. You think so? Oh, I do. You have no faith. You hate Phil, don't you? You hate him now. No, I don't. I no, you don't hate him. him. P- Padella no, hates. I don't. Him. I don't care. Padella I hates the live guys. He cannot stand them. I mean, I don't like Dustin Johnson, but I never liked him now. Like, I felt like he always kind of seemed like a tool, maybe. I don't know. That's probably rude to say. But, mm. you know, just kind of the way he walked around the golf course, like, it didn't seem like a lot of the other guys out there loved him, you know? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. For my uh, – so you got to have a United States guy next. Um, for my United States guy, I don't know. Once again, I'm just having fun here. Colin Morikawa, he's one of my favorite players on the tour. So I'll okay. throw him out there. All right. I took Scotty there. Okay. So I felt pretty confident in that because, mm-hmm. you know, the past champs are hard. I almost took, <laughs> excuse me. I almost took Fred couples. Mm. Uh, he's made the cut the last couple of years at 63 or 64. As we have 10 wow. minutes left, I'm being reminded. So we got to uh, continue okay. on here. Um, international, international guy. I felt uh, like this was a lock for me, but you go. Okay. Who'd you have? I took John Rahm. Oh, okay. I, that's what I was thinking. I I was leaning towards him, but 
and it was actually a down to the it was between him and another but i went with rory okay um, yeah i don't know are, I are you confident like in that i am confident that he'll play well and i'm confident that he has a chance to win you know it's always you're it's not like scotty Scheffler is so consistent i don't think he can just explode and win yeah this weekend you know augusta's a whole different the whole different animal you know yeah i don't know i i know he'll play well and john rom is another one of those guys that i know will play well in but i don't know get rory in there i i, I just you know rory on sunday at augusta never usually goes well although last year he went on a tear but it was his bad Saturday. that's right it's just his weekend yeah. he struggles sometimes yeah. um i don't know i went no live guys though so maybe that's maybe that's another well rory's not thing. a live guy did you finish watching the netflix show no i have like three more episodes or something. how many is there you liked it right 10 yeah i do i did like it yeah you were the guy that told me, i haven't watched it okay yeah i'm on the i haven't watched the figala episode that's the next one that i have okay um, but no i liked it and i know that it's you know it's interesting how they talk about things. It's a third party, you know, it's yeah. not PGA well, and it's not live. It's they can talk about whatever they want at Netflix. I mean, yeah, let's be honest too. The live is playing on the CW uh, post-production. <laughs> right. That, that's right. pretty, that's pretty bad. Uh, who was your that wild is. card? My wild card is an absolute wild card. I went okay. for Max Homa because he's funny on Twitter. There you go. I love that pick. Okay. I do. I think that was Padella's American. That he okay. Took. Uh, okay. I took, I took Finau. Finau. Yeah, that, that's another one that, that was actually also, I was down between Homa and Finau. If I wanted to win, I would have taken Finau probably, but Homa's been playing well. And if I wanted Twitter, to win. <laughs> Finau is probably my favorite player on the tour right now, I think. I'm kind of like in between guys. I, I do like watching him play. I, w- I I like when he's playing well. He's got he's right. got style to him, man. You know, he's always got some of the best dressed uh, stuff out there. Uh, and, and he loves his family. If you watch that golf documentary, he loves his family. That's like what his entire episode's about. He's got a whole episode for him. He does. Really? Okay, well, now I might really have to watch it. Um, And then... I think it's spliced in there with somebody else, but yeah. he's, yeah, he's focused on. Let, let me tell you where I messed up was right here at the end, because as you know, I do not know how to do math. Correct. Mm-hmm. So I do know that yep. I, I'm talking through it with Pinell and he goes, well, how many birdies? I'd already finished mine. And I put 200 because I didn't know what to put. And he goes, dude, there's like 148 players in the field. Every guy's going to get at least one. And the winner's probably right. going to be around 17 or 1800, which means that you're getting at least 600 or 700 birdies this week. And I was like, Oh God. So I just got to hope it's like price is right way and all of mm. you go over. And then I'm like the only one that was under and I can win because 200 birdies is definitely way, way off. Well, let me tell you something, Tanner. I was so confident that there's no way that there would ever be a tie because I just feel like that can't happen. Now, fantasy golf is probably a lot more likely <laughs> to have a tie than anything else that you've ever played. Because, you know, you always fill out your bracket and it's like the final score prediction. You're like, this is never going to mean anything. Right. So I think I put like, I think I put like five because I didn't, no I, didn't, way. I didn't even want to think about it. I think I put like, it was like a hundred or five or something. And I thought the same thing that Carter thought I was like, well, there's gotta be at least, you know, 600 or something like that. But I wasn't, I probably should have just written something, you know, believable, but I was just not really thinking. And I was at the end of, I, it had literally taken me about 45 minutes. So I was like, it's it not going to be that long. Tie. 
Something like that. Yeah. I mean, I was giving a tour to a prospective uh, student. As then... you were picking fantasy golf? No, it was, no, it was, uh, I started it before and then I had to finish it after. I think I had gotten picked my first two and then he showed up and I get, toured him around completely in the moment and not on my phone. And then I came back to it and I was like, all right, well, let me just pick the last two here. And so there was a, yeah, I, you're going to, if it's a tie, I'm not winning. I can tell you that right now. I was just so confident that it wouldn't be a tie in the end. But... Is it too late to change that, actually? I have no idea. I, let, let's see if we can edit the roster here. The tiebreaker. Oh, you can. Oh, beautiful. Oh, okay. I'm editing that right now. I'm going to yeah, go. I, oh, I had 100. And, I put 107. There you go. I'm That's going 695. All right, I'm going 696. No, I'm just kidding. I won't do that to you. <laughs> I won't do that to you. I'll go for... 727. That feels right. All right. I'm very excited. I'm sure that we will be on the phone multiple times during the week. Yes. We we talk no, about last this. year, Masters, I was very busy second semester, and I took that weekend just to relax and not do anything. Well, this year, you know, I haven't done much this weekend, so maybe it's about – I have. this was my first weekend that I haven't been completely busy, so maybe it's time that I, I'll press on the gas tomorrow. I am – golfing for the first time this season outdoors tomorrow I'm so jealous walking nine at forest acres at michigan state and very excited at 10 38 a.m on sunday if i you want I'm some content from that so i don't jealous. know what i'll do but yeah i'm excited for my first round but it's gonna be a good time always a great weekend must be nice man i'm, I'm happy for you i really am have you figured out what you're doing this summer as we got four minutes to go here Career-wise? Sure. Like, or, what, what are you going to be doing over the summer? Where are we going to be working? Do I get to come visit no. you and get my shoes shined at the medallion? Or what What do I got to do? No. Um, I'm looking for a news internship. And okay. There are some things in the works that uh, all right, all right. we can, we'll keep it, we we'll can keep offline it. about. But yeah, once it's, yeah. Uh, once you'll be... it's, I can announce it on here once it's official. But You'll, you'll, be, you'll be in the 614, though. I will. I'm not. All right. Yeah, I'll be living at home. So beautiful. Um. Uh. Well, I'll formally invite you right now. Then I'm doing a big uh, seafood boil in May. Uh. We'll have mm, you over. We're I can't get wait. Crawfish shipped overnight from Louisiana. Maybe some alligator with it too. Do up the fried <laughs> pickles, all the good stuff. Uh. You. Well, I I'm hosting a big party because the guy we keep name dropping on here that I had no plan to do, and I apologize, but Padella, <laughs> he is doing a semester abroad over the summer. And he's going to live in Ireland for two months. Oh, that fits him. That fits him well. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of perks to that. Number one, the golf. Right. Uh, to take the clubs over there and be able to play in the home of golf has got to just that's be crazy. incredible. Uh, I think that's, the, isn't that Scotland, though? Yeah, he's but they're very close. Like, it's close. Like, the dude drove to Mississippi today to play a round of golf for $28. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think you lose that in gas, but... Nah, dude, I, I don't know. Uh, but then, you know, the legal drinking age there is also 18. Uh, so that's a win, I guess. I, I, I don't I don't know. Uh, Got to be fun. He said he's like by the Guinness factory or something. I probably have all of the geography completely wrong because, you know, that, yeah, that's it's not going. It's not going great right now. I can tell you. But yeah, no, okay. there's no way. That's okay. uh, I, I, I did want to ask, too, you know, St. Patty's Day. I saw that you retweeted something about a ginger run, but you did not complete compete in it. No, I was very, uh, yeah, it was uh, unfortunate. I was here in East, or I was down in Columbus covering the tournament, and we had our ginger run at Michigan State, and 
I was Would you have done it? In attendance. Oh, absolutely. I'm okay. doing it next year for sure. If okay. Here. All right. We might be covering another tournament, though, in another city. But if I'm here, trust me, I'll be running the ginger run. I, I love that uh, a lot. Thank you. Uh, I'm, oh, absolutely. That's fantastic. You'll get, you'll get some good video. Do, yeah. Shirtless Ethan running through the drunk streets of East Lansing. No one said anything about shirtless. <laughs> Painted green. I, I think that that's what we're – maybe I ought to come up for this. You know, this is the only weekend <laughs> I have off, too. We should have met up. That would have been smart. I didn't realize you were going to be dead too this week. Well, if you yeah, if you came up here, I've been I haven't had a weekend in East Lansing in five weeks because of all the circumstances. So yeah, um, you haven't been holding yeah. five weeks there. No, I haven't been. It was spring break, and then I went and covered the tournament, and then I had some family stuff. I had to go to Youngstown, and now yeah. uh, I'm back here five weeks later, and I've been yeah, it's just been. Uh, it's been a long time. It's been a lot of uh, a lot of hustling around, and sports is just heating up. Uh, All right, hey, I hate to do the Lansing this. Lug Nuts game in the future. Oh, there you so, go. We're yeah, gonna get so cut off for that. Ethan. We're gonna get cut I off. Right saw here. That. Yeah, yeah, we're getting cut off. But uh, we appreciate you for listening. Uh, we'll be back by again Zoom for free. Yeah, <laughs> this week. Yeah, if you want to sponsor the show, let us know. Uh, we'd love to have you on. Thanks. We'll see you next week. <laughs>